Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Happy 15th of August. It's Ascension Day in Europe and a major holiday during which most Europeans take a few weeks off in August. It's the busiest vacation day in all of Europe. In the past couple of days, all the major financial newspapers from the Wall Street Journal to the Financial Times are sounding the alarm bell on economic contraction. On today's show, we're going to take a deeper look at what the numbers are telling us and what it means to us as real estate investors. Economic cycles are the result of expansion of supply capacity and building of inventory ahead of demand. That's the general cause. These types of cycles happen in everything from semiconductors to automotive to housing. Suppliers expand their capacity and output in response to rising demand during an economic boom. All the suppliers do this at once, hoping to gain market share during the expansion. But once the demand gets satisfied, there's excess capacity in the market and often excess inventory. It takes a little while for the suppliers to notice the excess supply. By the time they notice, it's usually too late. It's usually a problem. Inventories have grown to unsafe levels and businesses slam on the brakes to protect the very survival of the business. Latest news out of Europe is that Germany's economy contracted by 0.1% in the second quarter and narrowly missed a contraction in the first quarter. Germany is the largest economy in Europe and represents nearly 50% of the exports from all of Europe. There are 27 other countries and then there's Germany. While this contraction isn't huge, it's barely a contraction at all, much of Germany's output is export-based, particularly in the automotive business. If we focus on manufacturing, Germany's industrial output dropped 1.5% in June and is now down 5.2% year-on-year. That's a big shift. Investors hate uncertainty. At the moment, we've got plenty. The outcome of the trade negotiations between China and the U.S. is far from known, and we have the possibility of a no-deal Brexit less than 90 days away. The implications of a no-deal Brexit on the economies of the U.K. and the rest of Europe are hard to determine. Europe's economy is highly dependent on exports. A global trade war could have a major impact on the European economy. For now, the rest of the Eurozone economy, specifically the service sector, is in better shape than the factories. Figures released two weeks ago show that the jobless rate fell to 7.5% in June from 7.6% in May to hit its lowest level since 2008. That's good for retailers and service providers as households spend more. The northern part of Europe is stronger than the south and employers are finding it more difficult to hire. The U.S. is reporting unemployment was unchanged at 3.7%, extremely low by historical averages, so we're not seeing signs of layoffs nor even a significant slowdown in hiring activity. The number of jobs being advertised exceeds the number of unemployed in the country by a wide margin. There were 1.4 million more jobs open than unemployed people in the country. This despite signs that the economy might be slowing. China has maintained a growth target of 6% a year, a number that any other country would be envious of. But this year, China will have a hard time meeting that target. Much of the slowdown is being blamed on the trade uncertainty. That may be a smokescreen for what's really happening in the underlying economy. Yes, tariffs can produce uncertainty. But if a business is truly facing high customer demand, most businesses will respond to that demand. Some businesses ordered ahead of demand in the last quarter in order to evade tariffs. So this simple tactic could be responsible for some economic slowdown. Ordering ahead of demand is one of those classic causes of a later economic slowdown. I know that very little of what's happening in the trade dispute is affecting my business directly. The only significant impact has been the price of steel, which jumped 25% this past year. But structural steel only makes up a small fraction of our construction costs. 
the net result is an increase of probably less than 1% in the overall project cost. This is happening at a time when the overall market has seen strong rent growth, averaging 5.1% in the past year, as reported recently by Freddie Mac. The bigger question is what will happen in the broader economy? Will we start to see businesses contracting their investments? Will we see workforce reductions like we've seen in past economic downturns? For the moment, we continue to see what might be a soft landing. We're not seeing the kind of overheated market conditions of 2007 with bloated inventories. We see in select markets like the San Francisco Bay Area and San Diego, a slowdown in foreign investment and a slowdown in construction activity. As real estate investors, we need to pay close attention to what's happening in your local market, in our local markets, in order to make sound investment decisions. From the news this week, we're not making any changes and holding to our plans. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.